Not only do I turn looks, I turn bottoms into tops. I might be a bear, but deep down I'm just a kitten. Hello! I'm Hunter Harden. And I'm Papa the Bear. And welcome to the Real House Bears of Salt Lake City Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> He's still getting everywhere. <laughs> we really are going to have to put on clothes to record this session so that we can do more video because people really need to see the face that's going on. <laughs> it's just so hot in this tiny little closet. I know, but we will have to. We will have to because, well, you know, our new friend... Oh, our new super best friends? Our new best friends, they told us that we need to do more video. They for... did say that our faces are made for the TV screen. <laughs> or computer screen, whatever Right, right. iPad so... screen, some kind of screen. So we will, we will, you guys. This was just our first season. Yeah, oh, it was our first season and it's going to be over. This is the last the episode. Mo- oh, the finale. But you know what? There is no room to be sad. Fine. You guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, we've been dying to we've been dying to tell everyone, anyone who will listen. Okay. That- some seriously cool, amazing stuff happened to us recently. Yes, 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 yes. We haven't slept in five days. No, seriously, I might not ever <laughs> sleep again. Uh, so I, we told you last week that my life in particular was going to change this week, and boy, did it. We gave you a little hint on our Instagram and our social media pages of what is to come. It's going to be hard to even talk about this episode, because all I want to talk about is what we got to experience this week. I think we've left everybody on the hook for long enough. (laughs) Maybe we should just tell them what has been going on in the world of the real house bears of Salt Lake City. So basically, Heather and Dre, known as Drether, are our new best friends. We are now known as Drether Hardenwood. Drether Hardenwood. We are now best friends. um, And we've got lifelong plans together. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Yes, uh, the first time we got to meet them, we are actually recording on their podcast, Live yes. Love Lab. So this past Tuesday, we got to go to Beauty Lab and Laser. Mm-hmm. And we spent three hours there. And you know what? We would have spent even longer if, one, Dre didn't have to go pick up her kids. Yes. And two, Heather didn't need to ride home from (laughs) Dre's kid. kid. (laughs) Other child. (laughs) Who works at Beauty Lab Lab and Laser. Laser. Yes. So they say never meet your heroes. But Heather Gay totally proves that wrong. Okay. So I've met... A lot of pretty famous people in my life. Um, I've met RuPaul. I've met um, a lot, pretty much all the Ru girls so right. far, um, and um, I, like Ross Matthews, and you know the list goes on. It's mostly in the gay world, right? But you know, I was always nervous meeting those people, of course. But for some reason, <laughs> the second I walked into Beauty Lab and Laser, I instantly got nervous. <laughs> Instantly got nervous. But, like, what kind of got me so tongue-tied around her and Drether was... 
that they were more excited to meet us than we were with them for some crazy reason. Absolutely wild. It kind of caught me off guard and it made me even more nervous because they were so excited to meet us. It did the opposite for me. It was like, oh, okay, these are my homegirls. I'm good with this. Oh my gosh. I was a nervous wreck. My face was red the entire time. (laughs) I couldn't look either one of them in the eye. I messed up like four or five different parts on on their podcast (laughs) because I was such a nervous wreck. I have really bad social anxiety and just anxiety in general. So I'm like kind of out of practice from being like at home all the time during COVID and stuff. So I guess I just need to catch up on my like training skills of not being so anxious, but I ruined that podcast. I not at all. Not at I, like, all. I messed up our intro. I messed up my own housewives tagline. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. But I was just so excited to meet these ladies. Oh and it was like we were best friends right away. Like it was so, so easy to talk to them. Heather is a big flirt. Well, let's back up a little bit. Let's back up just a little bit. So we walk into Beauty Lab and Laser, and we first actually get to meet Dre's daughter, who is just the most sweetest, most gorgeous. gorgeous. And she has a lot of traits of her mother that we will talk about in just a little bit. So that was a really nice welcome. And then come buzzing around this corner comes this gorgeous, like, army green jumpsuit. Olive green corduroy jumpsuit. Attached to all I could see were the eyes because of the mask, but these eyes that just warm your soul. The make her makeup was just flawless, like butter, like so and so much energy coming from her. And of course, we're talking about Heather Gay, and again, she acted so excited to meet us. Yeah, it was just, it was just kind of surreal. The whole thing like I was I was tongue-tied the entire time I was there I didn't know what to say I was kind of blown away by how authentic uh. Heather Gay is exact what you see on the show is what you get in real life and she, you know what Heather Gay is a hugger so is Dre did you get a super long hug I've got so many- to say about Dre as well oh yeah I mean it was it was insane. They're such <laughs> wonderful people. And then, so Heather takes us on a little bit of a tour of Beauty Lab and Laser, and then takes us into the room where Dre is setting everything up for to, for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And another just beautiful... And there's something about Dre that is very peaceful. It's and her smile. Yes. Her smile it catches me off guard as well because it is stunning. Well, yeah, her face just brings you into it and you get some sort of peace that comes around you. Like, I feel like Dre doesn't walk. I feel like she levitates. She just hovers yes. like Kristen Wiig did in there, Zoolander well, 2. There's just a lightness about her that yeah. was, is just really comforting. So between Heather's so excited welcome and Heather's just like... A friend, like, we've, we've known each other forever. Yeah. And then, they, again, they were just so complimentary and so sweet. So we got to... So be on the lookout for both our version of the interview and subscribe to Live Love Lab, which is Heather and Dre Druthers' uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. And you'll hear their edit of the same interview. Um, and... You'll just love Live Love Lab anyway. It's just a really fantastic podcast that I listen to Feel a good lot. Pod. And but we're not done. Oh my gosh, we are not done, people. 
So at the end, um, Dre had already had to leave to go pick up her daughters, and we were still talking with Heather. And Dre sends Heather a text to make sure that Heather invites us to the finale party. Um, not just the finale party, but it's the where the finale was filmed. Yes. So we were watching the finale, where the finale was filmed, with the whole cast of the finale, practically. Everyone who works there and was in that finale episode was there watching. My favorite part of watching it with everybody was everybody would get so ecstatic when they saw each other in the background. Yeah. They got more excited for each other than themselves. For each other than themselves. It was so so much funny. Uh, so much funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was so much fun. It was just so much fun. And we got to meet some amazing people uh, that are part of Drether's life. They have a wonderful group of friends around them. Yes. They really have a wonderful group of people that we got to meet. Speak and oh, and we got to meet Heather's daughter, Ashley. Okay. She is Stunning. She's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. So charming. So easy to talk to. Yeah, it was, I, like, I, I, I was almost more nervous talking to her because she's so sweet and so, uh, and plus she's just a kid. And I was like, I don't want to seem like some creepy old man. <laughs> <laughs> I she, know, I walked away because I was too nervous. <laughs> but she speaks so eloquently. Yeah. So uh, both Heather and Dre have the most beautiful, sweet daughters in the world. And oh, and also they asked us if we felt like the camera did them justice. And at first I was like, well, you know, I think you're so beautiful every week. I don't really know a difference. Yeah. But now that we've spent more time with them mm -hmm. and see them in person, the camera cannot possibly show how beautiful they are. And it does probably add a few pounds. Yeah, because say. everyone else that we saw at the party that was also on the show, I was like, oh, all y'all lost your like little winter fat. But no, it's just the... Yeah, it, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah, those little Kardashian-Jenners that work there. There are some gorgeous girls that work. We saw some I mean, of those A bunch of little people. Kardashian girls and stuff. They're all really yes. cute, and they're all done up perfectly. I want to They're see all and... freezing because, yes. <laughs> because they all had blankets on They them. weighed five pounds each. <laughs> but they were, again, everyone was so warm and so welcoming and wanted to know more about us, and that was just wild. Yeah, people coming up to us and wanting to know who we were and stuff. Well, granted... We were dressed to the nine. Yeah, we did. <laughs> so during our the interview with them, we you know we talked about how we like to wear costumes when we go to events, and so we didn't want to show up for the finale party not in a costume. Uh, uh and you know Meredith Marks came to the finale party at uh, Beauty Love Beauty Lab and Laser in that face mask thing. So I decided I needed to wear a face mask as well. So <laughs> check out all of our social media, and you will see Hunter in his face mask. His golden Mickey. Yes, golden Mickey. <laughs> so we're really excited. Like, it's really been... I really feel different. I feel like something is different that... Now I feel like there are possibilities that I never imagined were possible before. Mm -hmm. Like, I never thought that I would meet a housewife. Mm -mm. I never thought that I would feel at home at Beauty Lab and Laser. You, know? <laughs> you never thought you'd be friends with any one of the housewives. Like, I... I feel like we're friends with them now. <laughs> I never thought anyone would call us podcasters. Yeah, that's true. So who knows what's next other than, you know, three more episodes of a reunion. But And we did also promise that we would still check Heather. 
Mm-hmm. Be honest. Yes, like, Heather made us promise that if she was wrong, that we would check her yes, on the podcast. Absolutely. So we promise, even though I'm really glad that this is the finale and I don't have to worry about it for like another year or so. <laughs> well, and also what's good is we're not that biased because Heather Gay's been our favorite from the beginning. True. And we're True. not going to be biased now because she is our bestie. Like, we're best friends. Now. Like, seriously. <laughs> Drether Hardenwood. Uh, hashtag Drether Hardenwood. Hashtag Drether Hardenwood. Amen to that. Well, thank you for indulging us. And like all of our, most of our friends who watch Housewives are on the East Coast. And so we didn't get finished that first night until like eight o'clock, which makes it 10 o'clock on the East Coast. And there was no one to call. Oh we, my gosh. Well, I found a few people. I found a person that we found like two friends that we could call and text. But other than that, we're like, ah, we want to tell everyone. <laughs> I have to watch Heather, though. You and Heather, you guys are kikiing. There's something between you two. Oh, never doubted there would be. Me and Dre are, like, over there just chit-chatting, being fancy, and you two are, like, cackling and, like, hollering and laughing and singing. Oh, you just wait. I can't wait to see this relationship blossom. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was not a chilly reception. We will say that. Uh Oh, I do have to say, Heather grabbed my butt. (laughs) <laughs> that is not a chilly reception at no, all. No, that was not a chilly reception, but Heather grabbed my butt. Well, she did it nonchalantly, but she did grab my butt, and trust me, girl, I felt it. And it was welcomed. And yes, you could grab my butt anytime you want. <laughs> I don't think she would have if she didn't already have that feeling. <laughs> I know. See how comfortable we are with each other? We're like besties. It's oh, like we've seriously. been growing up together. Well, I've been trying to segue into the episode by saying chilly reception like 18 <laughs> <Sorry>. times. <laughs> You're not taking the bait. Hey, hold on, hold on. I got one more thing to say. This is episode 13, Chili Reception. Oh, my God. Let's get into this episode, shall we? This was quite a wild season, and it starts off with the season recap. You know, Mary was more of a presence in the season recap than she was throughout the whole entire through season. Through the entire season. I mean, they actually gave her some decent screen time through that little recap, more so than they've given her ever before, it seems. And I mean, she was in this episode a lot. Yeah, so I was interested in how they recapped each woman's storyline. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the, it's kind of like summarize each person in one sentence type situation. Yeah, you know? yes, yes. So I felt like most of them were spot on. A few of them, I was like, hmm. So with Lisa, it was how business focused she is. I love that. That was like, of course. Yeah, that was course. her storyline. Um, For Meredith, it was her and Seth. Ooh, I love that. Yeah, that yeah. makes perfect sense. Yeah, I would say that. For Mary, it was grandpa effort. Being a first lady, you lead by example. <laughs> and church. Yeah. yeah. But so, I mean, as little screen time as she had, I guess really her story was the grandpa effort, you know? Yeah. Um, and then... um for Jen, it was really just what an overreactor she is. Amazing. How fabulously overreactive she is. Oh yes, I mean again, bring us the drama, but and the fashion. Like she was. But there wasn't it. like anything about her story that you could focus on. It was just what a big personality she is. Oh yeah, big personality. And then really, they only gave Whitney a moment about her and her dad. Oh wow. 
There was not really much else about her being a shitster. There wasn't a whole lot about it. About things. her being in a relationship twice her age. That was yes. in the very beginning, but then it, that was it. You but they really kind it. of wrapped up Whitney's story in one sentence about her and her dad. Mm-hmm. And then Heather's story was about how needy she looks for friendship. And I was like... The person that's up is you. I mean, there's more to her than that. And plus, I think, I think she got a rough edit a lot when, you know... They, they prompt her, they ask her, you know, how does this affect you as a Mormon? How does this affect you as yeah. a mother? How does it... And so I feel like she did get a rough edit about all that she talked about was being an ex-Mormon and all she talked about was being divorced. But in this summary, they made her look needy for friendship. I'm like, come on, y'all. Mm. <laughs> Watching that whole, the whole beginning clip where they're backtracking everything that we've gone through, it made me like sad because it, this has been such a journey for us because we've been really focusing on this show like fine details of it and now that i've seen how far we've come from the beginning and watching all these women's story i mean we've had the runway at park city meredith's relationship scare you know the the whole deal with lisa and not knowing heather <laughs> the whole thumbs up drug rehab hospital smell grandpa effort disengaging apologies no apologies <laughs> you know just like all the stuff that we've gone through it it I'm sad to see it all kind of end. I'm devastated. I'm absolutely devastated about it. So it it made me kind of like, it made me feel weird watching it. I was like, oh no, like, what are we going to do when it's over? (laughs) If we didn't have three more episodes of a reunion, I would be in like serious mourning right now. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So yeah, three more reunion episodes, which I'm really, really excited about and is unheard of for a first season. Yes. I mean, I feel like these ladies are like second, third season in. Mm. I feel like they've really given it for those people who are hating on Salt Lake City you just aren't watching the same show I'm watching seriously you know you're just not trying to enjoy it I guess Um, well we get to start off uh, with the beautiful men's choir the the beautiful shots of Utah especially the shots of the church the spiritually uplifting videos the Mormon temple and snowy mountains it was very pretty and long and then we enter with Whitney meditating trying to not relive Vegas (laughs) trying to recover Cover. Yes. Trying to, and uh, the uh, the flashbacks in this where it's like black and white and distorted and stuff like that. <laughs> it's like a horror movie. I know. Uh, but you know what? Vegas was like a horror movie as far as I'm concerned. But um, I, I'm I'm just sad that Whitney didn't give us one last like leg lift above her head oh while my she's monitoring, you know? <laughs> Uh, and then we have Lisa doing work to forget about Vegas. <laughs> That's what she does. And, but she is wearing a serious black coat with red fur embellishments. Did you notice her coat? Uh-uh. Oh, it was... She's got the best coat game of them all. Mm. And then Heather flashing back about Jen raising her hand at her. And then Meredith making bacon. You guys... Cooking to forget using bacon. Yes. Well, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't quite think about that, but I was, but I like that. For sure. <laughs> but I'm just surprised there's food. Remember when they showed, we watched that video of inside Meredith's house, and the only thing that she had was refrigerators full of beverages? Mm-hmm. I'm like, Meredith, Meredith's driving now. She's cooking bacon. Like, <laughs> what? She's getting good sex. <laughs> She is getting... Her and Seth are, like, dating again. Oh, no. She has been wearing those ski goggles. Oh, no! That's all... Listen, it's all I think about Oh, my gosh. Some days I wake up and think of Meredith and nothing but ski goggles and a matching bra and panties. Can you guys do this in your bedroom or something? Like, I'm standing here. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Uh, And then we have Jen is getting coffee and, you know, all of... 
whatever everyone else did at Vegas is going through her head. Myself. Well, in her flashback, as uh, Heather is saying, the only person zapped up is you. Yeah. Mm. And you know what? This part with Mary getting food out of the fridge and then walking away from that food she just got out. I did not even... <laughs> if you look that. on the counter, she... Like, the bowl of fruit is still covered. There's, like, a water bottle there, and she's just walking off. And she's like, I got it out of the fridge, but I'm fine. <laughs> well, Mary's flashing back to her phone call with Lisa. She doesn't get to flash back to Vegas. She flashbacks <laughs> to a phone call. But you know what? She's wearing, like, these casual clothes, and she looks cute. Her hair looks great. Mm-hmm. She looks really great. But now that you mentioned she didn't eat that food, you know... Again, I have a friend who says she sees signs of an eating disorder with with Mary, and now... It seems like she got it out to look at it, and she's like, ah, oh, fool. Now I'm concerned, again, about uh, something uh, oh new. Oh, no. Well, the show's ending. <laughs> <laughs> now I have to wait till next year. <sighs> so, Heather is arriving at Beauty Lab and Laser. We're only two days before the grand I want opening. twice as many clouds... I want everything matching. (laughs) (laughs) She likes a man in a vulnerable position. I like a man in a vulnerable position. Another hot bearded guy. I wonder if that was Chab, the construction worker. Remember a few episodes? Chad. Yeah, Chad, the instruction Chad. worker. Chad, he oh, is. Oh, and shout out to Ch- a real Chad that we met at the party. Yes, <laughs> we're like and we he love was doing a lot Chad. of the photography at the yes. beauty lab and laser and stuff. But yeah, hi Chad. <laughs> so Dre is making clouds. Uh, she's I like Dre's like cute little loose curl hairstyle. She's looking pretty hot. Construction is running a little bit behind, but Ugh. you know, Bear. I used to do construction. Yeah, I, know. I used to be a big construction man. Yeah, you did. I used to do like haul wood and hammer yeah. nails and screw stuff. Oh, construction yes. wrenches always is always taking a long time. <laughs> oh my lord! It's always to the last second. Do you hear? Okay, yeah, we hear. <laughs> I'm not engaged. Okay, listen, John. <laughs> Well, it would, you know, not having the place ready would be like having a fashion show without your she by Sheree. <laughs> you know? Yes. <laughs> um, but I think that she's more stressed because of Vegas than because of the beauty lab opening. Yeah. And she's stressed because she, like myself, has been going through all these years without knowing what a stanchion is. They're called stanchions. Stanchion. I had never heard that word. I'd never heard that either, but when Whitney comes in and she's like, oh, look, the pink stanchion rope. She's like, what? What? Look at the pink stanchion rope. How did you... (laughs) How did you know the word stanchion? You got airport, the stanchions that keep you in line. They're called poles. They're called stanchions. Hey, because I had no... I was like, those poles that divide, that keep people like cattle? Who knew they even had a real name? Poles. I thought it was just a pole with a divider. (laughs) But I guess if Mark knows it and Whitney knows it, then therefore it has been verified. But you know, and Whitney, speaking of verified, Whitney says that Heather has a really good team. And again, verified. She's got a fantastic group of people around her. Yeah, and so, you know, Whitney shows up and tells everybody that they'll get it done in time. Just trust her. And it always, <laughs> and now it's always going to go back to Jen. Mm-hmm. How can you talk about anything other than Jen Shaw at this point? I know, and, you know, Heather hasn't talked to Jen yet, and she's not going to be the one to 
reach out to Jen first because she feels like she deserves the apology, which I agree. <laughs> but Heather says that she has deep-rooted issues to deal with with Jen, but she doesn't want to do it at the party. And I'm like, well, fast forward to the end of this episode and maybe you had to change a heart, sister. <laughs> <laughs> but kind of had to. Uh, but, if you th- but do you think if Heather took Whitney's advice and uninvited Jen for this party, do you think that would blow over smoothly? Oh my God, it would be awful. It would be it, just a It would be awful. Mess. I don't agree. Uh, Whitney is like, is Heather addicted to toxicity or is she intentionally trying to sabotage her grand opening? I'm like, neither. Neither. And plus, it's the finale party. The whole cast should be at the finale party. You Absolutely. Um, we're not Karen Huger here. Well, she showed up eventually. But, you know, but could you, again, I even wrote down the same thing. Could you imagine if Jen wasn't invited? Oof. And not just Jen's reactions, but think of Jen's fans. Mmm. You know, when you're, I'm assuming, filming for a show, you have to think about those things. Yeah. And with Jen having such a big personality, she's inevitably going to have her own Shaw squad and around the world, you know? So that's something I think I would think about at least. Yeah. Shaw squad is real, but you know, and then Whitney leaves Heather with very little reassurance that everything's going to go well. She (laughs) said that you can see it in her face. She's like, Ooh, thanks for the encouragement. sister. (laughs) Okay. So this is exciting. This next part, Jen and Lisa are going to have some time at a restaurant called Lake effect. And I screamed when I found out that I have eaten there with my good friend Jordan. Yes, yes, I'm excited. I was like, they have these like huge pink like chairs that are the back of it goes up for days. We got a bunch of pictures in it because it was really cute. (laughs) And I was like, are they at Whiskey Street again? And then you're like, no, it's a completely different restaurant. Yeah, there's a lot of like wine bottles on the wall instead of like. I know exactly what you're talking about because you've pointed out to me a few times. Yeah, I'm like, look, Lake Effect. (laughs) I really love how Lisa is dressed. You know, she's normally dressed impeccably in a way, but she's wearing a lot of color that we're not used to seeing her in. So she's got, like, these colorful leggings, colorful shoes, colorful purse. purse, yeah. Yeah, so... And then she orders just a soda, water, and lime. I'm like, is it too early for some Vita, sister? (laughs) Um, We'll get to Vita in just a little bit. Then Jen comes in wearing... So Lisa's looking all cute and colorful, kind of unpredictably, and then Jen comes in wearing something very predictable, I thought. I was like, we have seen her in this Versace print, like, this whole entire season. Yeah, the black and gold. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of overdone, but her makeup and her hair and her face look really pretty. And her jewelry. Her jewelry was fierce. Yeah, there's some seriously nice jewelry in this And then Jen's season. like, I need a vodka, and I'm like, oh no, here we go. I was nervous. It's like, we, we can't give this girl a cocktail, y'all. We uh. can't do it. We find out that Lisa is the only one to reach out to Jen after Vegas because she ran into Jen on their way out. Oh, oh, when she when seeing she said the door that, open uh, and seeing her, but you know she sees that Jen is obviously crying and she busts out crying when she sees Lisa. But she was wearing a great Gucci tracksuit. You know, I mean, <laughs> how are you going to be sad looking like that, girl? But I guess at that moment, Lisa's like, "Okay, I guess I have to talk to her. I feel bad." Lisa does, you know, as much as she's kind of like all business. And as much as a lot of people think she's really cold, I feel like on this show she has a lot of moments with a lot of heart. Yeah, I believe so, too. Especially towards the end of this, like, she's really chasing after the friendships and people like that and, like, trying to squash this stuff. Um, But Jen... Jen has every excuse as to why she reacts to the way she reacts. Mm. It's the way she was raised, her culture, where she came from. She's been misinterpreted. So it's all that stuff. And it's like, okay, great if you're like that. But what you need to do is you need to alter that because that's not a great way to handle your issues. 
Yeah, Lisa gives her... That's one side of you that is really misunderstood. And I'm like, don't give her that. No. Don't give her that. Don't give her the excuse to act poorly. I mean, again... Jen, Jen wants people to know the why behind her reactions, and first of all, that re- you can't. There's no excuse for behaving that way, when you, especially when you're an adult. But also, you've already talked about it. You already told everyone at the Met Gala luncheon what you've dealt with with racism, what you've dealt with. So the, you've already had your opportunity to give everyone the why you're so hurt and why you're so angry. So now it's time to quit telling us why, and now it's time to do some self-improvement. And, you know, and Jen still, like, she thinks that Heather doesn't have her back and isn't the friend that she thought she was. And I'm like, Jen, that goes both ways. Like, she feels that way because of your actions. And you're feeling that way because of how you acted and now everyone's reactions to how you acted you're mad about. So, uh, Lisa but, is determined to get to the bottom of she it. Has, <laughs> she really is trying to be, especially in these last few episodes, the peacemaker, peacekeeper, what have you. You know, right here, she asks, like, well, where do we go from here? How do we fix this? But then Jen just deflects with, well, if you felt this way, why didn't you tell me? Mm-hmm. But Lisa and Jen find common ground on how they feel when their character is attacked. You know. Yeah. But <laughs> Lisa says, when you go hot... You're leaving yourself open, open for, for even more yeah. judgment. And I think that's great advice. Yeah, I really like that advice. But Jen says she's going to take it down two notches. So instead of going at 150, she's going to go 130. Thanks, percent, girl. You know? Thanks, girl. I'm just like, does really does anyone really have to tell you, though, that acting like that makes you look even worse? I mean, it is great advice, but... Why does Lisa or Sharif, for that matter, have to tell you so regularly? But man, you know what? I kind of don't want Jen to change at all because she's just such good TV. I'm kind of like the person that gets along with everybody. Well, I just want to see more dimensions. That's true. I do want to. I don't want to see the zero to a hundred part. You know, like that's it, one side or the other. I want to see like a good medium. When your storyline is not about what's happening, it's just simply about how you react to things. Then we need a little bit more, more content to go with. You know. And you know what? I love you, Jen. You're still one of my faves. You're good. You're killing the game, girl. But like Jen says, you don't have to say everything you think. <laughs> yes. Or Lisa, Lisa. Or Lisa. Oh, gosh. Yes. I, I'm, I'm getting my names mixed up the more we go through this season. But what's funny is what you have the hardest time remembering is Jack and Henry. Which one is Jack and Henry? And Always. I've got that one down since the very beginning of the show. I know. It's so I know. funny. I still don't know which one's which. I know. He always keeps having to ask me. And I, I still get Lisa and Meredith mixed up, obviously. <laughs> well, do you know that we're next at Meredith's house? You got that part? That this is Meredith. Meredith. Not Lisa. This is Meredith and Seth. Meredith and Seth. Yeah. This is she doesn't have Brooks. No, this one has Brooks. <laughs> this one can cook bacon and cut bananas. The other one can't okay. even cook a hot dog. Eat caviar, bitch. Okay. When Meredith cuts up the bananas into slices and not and not quarters the way he wanted them to be, that made me laugh so hard. You are what you eat. Yeah, your bananas. You are. But I'm glad that he wasn't offering her a banana because it would have been super sexual. Yes, yes, it would. But they're so cute together. He just is nuts about the new Meredith. It really does look real to me. Yeah. And um, so Meredith recaps Vegas, Toxic City. Man, that is like toxic, 
toxic city. Sicity. Say that ten times fast. No, I don't want to say that. Toxic city. Sicity. As System of a Down would say, toxicity of our city. Well, Seth had fun with that. Yeah, Seth he had did. Fun. <laughs> okay, this show should have been, this episode should have been called Toxic or Toxicity. Because do you know how many times they say toxic? Toxic. Well, Seth right episode? there says like five, doesn't he? Yeah, and they keep saying it through the entire, every yeah. single one of the girls say toxic. Because I guess that's just the, the how key Jen word for Jen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Meredith feels that Jen is deflecting from her own relationship. And, you know, what we've seen so far, you know, she Sharif leaving for three days. That's not very far-fetched. Um, and hearing Jen talk about some issues they've had in the past and seeing how Jen can't act like a normal human, then and that makes a little... Uh, she may not be wrong there. Yeah. Um, Whitney is going to Forum Academy where her Dad Axel Rose is getting ready to do some. No, hair. you didn't. Well, it's just the bandana. It's just the bandana. I saw his hair. <laughs> I'm not making fun of his hair because I know that, bless his heart, people have been really horrible. And yeah, and, and it's not nice. Pe- Come on, people on social well, media. Well, I mean, it's, it, it is an easy target. I'm not going to lie. It's such an easy, easy target. And I just took a target at the bandana. So I guess I'm no better than anybody else. <laughs> It's rude, and it's selfish. Uh, But uh, you know what? It was nice to see him training. I bet that makes him feel so good to be a teacher again, and he looks like he's a good teacher. This really is one of my favorite moments of the whole finale, to be honest with you. It made me feel good about him. It made me feel good for him. It made me feel good for Whitney. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, he has completed rehab. He's almost finished with 90 days of of sober living, and now he's auditioning to be an instructor at the hair school, which is really going to make him happy. Yeah, all of those girls are so excited to be on camera. Those girls watching, there's not a single blurred out face. Every single one of those girls are like, I want to be sign. on camera. I'll, I'll sign. Give me the paper. I'll sign. Yes. Well, he, but he looks really happy. And when Whitney's talking about it in her confessional, she sounds like she's choking up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie, I choked up a little bit too. Oh, I, did. I, I, did. I do want to see this storyline and happy, but as for White Knight right now, she still hasn't really heard from her father, so that sucks. But um, maybe we'll find something out during reunion. Well, we find out during the reunion it's not good. <laughs> I was trying to leave some hope. Good luck. Good luck. Well, let's move our hope over to Beauty Lab, where all of the girls are planning their grand opening outfits. Listen, 15-minute Botox. Let's do mm-hmm. this, people. And then Meredith just like saunters in looking sexy as hell. Like, I was like, mm, you better saunter, girl. You better saunter. <laughs> <laughs> you better saunter. Yes. I love that. <laughs> you saunter, girl. You better saunter. You better saunter. <laughs> you better saunter that heel, girl. <laughs> Um, after a moment of talking about how much there was still to do, it goes right to Vegas. That was disappointing and disheartening. It was disappointing and disheartening, you know. And probably not the words I would use for it, but it was disappointing and disheartening. <laughs> <laughs> not my words, but I'll take those I'll ta- words. I'll take it. Um, I'll but take okay, it. during the scene with them, did you see that they're holding hands while they're talking the entire time? I don't... You know what? Now that you... Th- say that i feel like i do have that memory but i don't really know maybe not yeah they are literally holding each other's hands the almost the entire time they're talking i love that's so sweet yeah i thought that was really sweet and it's you know that is kind of heather heather's 
from what we've known from her, she's very touching. She loves personal contact. That's my love language, too. That's your love language, too. And I noticed that right away. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, Heather, gay. You are, like, famous. And you're, like, touching me. I was like, can I touch you? That's literally what I said to her. I was like, can I touch you? Not climb up his leg or anything yet. Just after dessert. Well, Meredith does have compassion and she understands actually why Jen has to be suffering to be behaving that way, but she's not seeing the ability to have a genuine relationship moving forward. Well, you know what? She does say, what if I talked about Jen's family? Oh. What would you, there would be a mm. freshly dug grave in somebody's mm. backyard. A dead rabbit on the stove, you name it. I mean, uh, yeah. but she's completely right. So how come how come Meredith can't be really upset about this and really hurt? She by can it? be. She yeah, one hundred percent. I feel the same way. I don't get angry easily. You don't want me angry. I mean, I hate to say it, that if I were in the same situation, I would probably be like, I don't need this crazy person in my life. I'm moving on. Yeah. I want Jen on my TV, and I want to. I, I went to hang out. I want to have fun. Yes, but I don't know. Like being that close in the circle makes me nervous. Yeah, that's <laughs> a lot of pressure. But you know, it'd be fun. <laughs> and then Heather um, needs a clear apology. That's important for mm -hmm. later. And she said, if my daughters had a friend like her, what would my advice be to them? And I think that's uh, the right way to, to look at it, really. Yeah. Heather doesn't want to put up and shut up like she did in her marriage. Yeah, she doesn't not want to feel appreciated anymore. She's felt that way before, and she's not interested in having a friendship where she doesn't feel appreciated. And you know what? She doesn't feel appreciated. It sucks. I, I love love all these ladies so much, and there's such a internal struggle between these groups of being friends and not being friends, and like having elites and like having money, or you know, like the status quo of being, you know, an elite alpha businesswoman. Well, I think that we have nothing more but that confident Heather Gay moving forward after this season. I have a feeling about I that. I cannot wait to see Heather Gay in the next season. I can't wait to see all these women next season, even right. if they bring Mary back. I want to. I'm so wrapped up in these women's lives yes. now. <laughs> well, let's put up and shut up for a second ourselves and take a break. Let's go have some drinks. And then we will get right back and get to the Vita Tequila office. All right, we'll be right back. Bye. And welcome back. We are at the office of Vita Tequila. I wonder if that's where our bottle is. Yeah, so let's talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> So, we still another week has gone by, and we still haven't heard from her assistant. Um, but you know what? We were not expecting this gift. It was just something that was nice that she offered to us. So it wasn't like something that we need or anything. It wasn't yes. like we ordered something. That we it was required. just a, it was just a generous thing that she did. But we're gonna we're gonna stop beating the dead horse. This is like the cherry on the icing on the topping of the cake tonight. Like <laughs> breaking the bottle of tequila. Yeah, so um 
if we do get it, we'll let everybody know, but we're not going to do the weekly update yeah, if we got we, it or not. <laughs> we're giving up the ghost, as they yeah, say. Yeah, and we don't have any hard feelings towards Vita Tequila or Lisa Barlow not at, at all. all. But we've harassed her enough. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> we're done. It was nice. We do have a Vita Tequila bottle of our own anyways. That we paid for with our own, own money. money. <laughs> and again, I will buy another one. Yeah, me too. When this one runs empty and I want more tequila... I, Vita yeah. tequila is my new tequila. Yeah, exactly. So that's the update on the bottle um, since December 28th <laughs> of 2020. Are you upset still? Um, and, um, you know, oh well. Bye-bye. <laughs> so so um, now we're back at Vita tequila with Lisa and her family. And a super cute raincoat. She's wearing a super cute oh, raincoat. Oh, yeah. And um, when <laughs> her husband walks in with just... Big gulps of Diet Coke. Did that just fuel your heart? I got sexually aroused. Everybody needs Diet Coke in their life. <laughs> I was like, there are four products, but there are 40 gallons of Diet Coke. Oh, my God. <laughs> there, where can those, you go wrong with a Diet Coke? Those big slurpees or, or big drinks or whatever are as big as Henry. Big gulps. Yeah, big gulps. I know. They're, I know. they're, they're as enormous. Big as and he didn't even have one. I was, no. I, I, to be honest with you, I was glad about that. Too, oh, my you. gosh. That would be too much. Caffeine. Um, oh. Everyone has styrofoam, and which I don't actually want to talk about, but except for John, who has a plastic cup. Did you catch that? I wonder if he reused it or if he bought it brand new. I would say so. So here's the deal, though. I do like to be environmentally conscious. I really do. Like, we bring our own grocery bags to the store. Yes. And all that kind of good stuff. But styrofoam cups really are best for a fountain soda. They really, truly are. They keep your drink cold. The ice does not melt. Like, they really, truly are. It really, truly is a more... A much better beverage. And you know what? In a styrofoam cup. Ice also makes a huge difference. The pellet ice mm-hmm. is the best mm-hmm. ice you could ever use. Give me the nugget use. ice. Give me that nugget ice. Yeah, the pellet ice is pretty amazing. But you know what? Pellet, 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 pellet. You could get it at Sonic by the pound. You could buy pellet ice from Sonic. Well, Isn't that cool? <laughs> and they have giant styrofoam cups, I'm sure. Yeah, of course. So. All right, so they are... We're here for the branding of Fresh Wolf, which is pretty much Lisa's venture. Henry's not old enough to appreciate it. <laughs> and he's not interested in work. He wants to play. Uh-uh. And Jack is going to give his presentation, which goes over kind of horribly. <laughs> well, I don't know. For a 15-year-old, I wasn't too disappointed. About I, I believe that they're mini moguls. And there's nothing more rewarding than that. <laughs> Even, okay. <laughs> you you can... You could pick that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, again, I think that Jack did his nice business. Pre- he knew his stuff. He just needed some guidance on how to organize it all. Yeah. Um, and but- I don't know if this was a real, like, marketing coordination or if it was just practice for him or what. Obviously, Sydney is their friend. Right. But I feel like he did his homework. I guess you don't feel the same way. No, because if you just look at stuff that is in your product, it's really easy to remember those ingredients and what they're for, especially when your mom's kind of printed out everything for you. (laughs) Um, But I, I, I do like that she is trying to inspire these kids to do more. You know what? I do think Lisa is a great mother. She is trying her damnedest to include her family into into things that are really passionate for her. She won't give up an inch in business, but 
she'll meet you halfway and introduce them into their business. Right. I mean, I do feel like there's a lot of value in what she's doing, but work time is not family time to a 15-year-old Mm-mm. or an 8-year-old. It's a, yeah, job. it's just a job. Uh, Henry is a little brat for saying no. Oh, First you of know all, how I feel you like about that? Saying, oh. <laughs> well, he's just simply not ready to leave because he wants more screen time. Mm-hmm. That's all Henry was doing well, to that whole entire scene was just showing up for the cameras. Oh, yeah. Like, he was in the background, like, is this a smart straw? You know, yeah. kids that age, you know, you can't keep their focus on something like and this. And didn't she say on something that we've watched recently that he really loves having the cameras there? I think I remember mm-hmm. hearing her say that recently. Well, I think he didn't like the process, but now he loves the end product. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they say, you know, you could have anything you want if you're willing to work at it. Well... Where is the work that the kids are doing? We don't know. We, we know, don't know. We don't know. I'm going to go ahead and have faith that Lisa is so steadfast on making them successful businessmen mm-hmm. that she is making them do the work. Honestly, I'm just jealous. I know. Uh, that's that's all the reason why I'm judgmental. Oh, honey, I'm I jealous. know. I, I know. <laughs> I didn't. I said, I'm going to be straight up. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. You don't sugarcoat anything. <laughs> You're not changing for anybody. I love it. Yeah, that was awesome. (laughs) And if you're jealous, that's a disease. And I say, get well soon. Amen. Two thumbs up. (laughs) Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up to Mary's second scene. Oh my gosh. Two scenes in one. She gets a full on scene here. Uh, How exciting is that? This scene hurts me to the core. Like, literally, my insides almost jumped outside because this scene hurt me so much. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, hold on. Before we jump into that, I just want to say how funny it was when Lisa was saying, like, you know, I'm a great mom, and, you know, she was talking about how good of her mother skills are, and then they leave Henry behind. Right. <laughs> I just had to say that. I almost forgot to say that. But She yes, is a great mom. I want to go to Faith Temple, and here we go, well, with Mary, Robert Jr., Rosemary Cosby and Jesus. Okay, so Faith Temple Church is where I lost my faith. I lost my faith in Mary's wig. I lost my faith in art. I almost lost my faith in Jesus. (laughs) However, I do want my own print of Rosemary Cosby and Jesus. Okay, I do have to say something about this print. I want one so badly. Mary Cosby looks like she's getting hit on. Rosemary? Yeah, she looks like she's getting hit on by Jesus. She's like giggling and looking away, and Jesus Uh, is like, hey, girl, girl, what's your sign? Ha ha, I already know. (laughs) You know, like, that's what I just, when I saw that, the first thing that I thought of. I didn't expect. Hey, girl, I already know. I didn't, hey, girl, what's your sign? Ha, I already know that. I, but you know what really struck me the most wild out of that whole entire thing is that we are in a predominantly black church, and Jesus is still white in that picture. I'm like, when when are and we going co- to realize yeah. that Jesus probably wasn't white, y'all? <laughs> and we're even like again in a predominantly co- people of color. Is the congregation. I just couldn't... I was like, why is Jesus still white? Yeah. I don't know. Um, but anyway, Robert is dressed like he's... Uh, Robert Jr., he's dressed like he's going to, like, some sort of social event or, like, a going to go see a fashion show. I'm like, honey, you're just going to church. You don't have to look so fancy. Oh. 
I want Mary's shirt that just says Amen on it in but in jewels. Does Gucci make Amen sweatshirts or like Donna Karen? Is even? it Chanel? I mean, who's making Amen jeweled sweatshirts? But I do want one. I think I'm going to have to start making some. Well, listen, if you are going to berate everyone in your path. Then you need to have an amen sweatshirt. And what's so funny is she starts off with, where's the love? This is where you come. You come here for all the love. No, she was literally requiring her choir to praise her as she comes in. Mm-hmm. She was literally saying, where are my applause? Mary is the most disrespectful person to her choir. Right after she says this is a place of love, she tears down her guitarist for being overweight. Why are you gaining weight? Why? Don't start doing that. Take care of yourself. Eat right. Drink water, please. She says, take care of yourself. Please drink water. And then she looks over at the obese drummer and says, you look healthy. You're doing good. John, you look healthy. Look alive. First of all, you don't say that to anybody. Second of all, don't be so GD rude. Did she say a nice thing to them? The, the any moment they were, she was in that building. No, in the, well, she did say, "We don't need practice. We got angels. We don't need practice. We have angels." But I think that was in the confessional. I don't even think she said that yeah, to them. Yeah, it was in the confessional. And then right after she says that, she says, "I love them, but they need practice every day." I love you guys, but they need to have car rehearsal every night. The one where I almost threw something through the television is when she said, Being a first lady, you lead by example. Being a choir director, you get to listen to people sing at you. When you're the choir director, you get to hear everyone sing at you. Uh-oh. Uh, uh, yeah? Uh-oh. Oh, hold on a minute. It has nothing to do with a choir director. A choir exists simply for the pleasure of the audience. And for the pleasure of those making the music. When you are the choir director, you're part of the choir. No one's singing at you. You are part of the ensemble. You know, everyone needs a leader. Sing it, girl. I am like, I'm mad right, I'm mad it, right now. I'm mad right now even talking about it. <laughs> like, I, it made, it's, it's maybe the most self-centered, uh, since it's something to which I can relate, it's maybe the most self-centered thing I've ever heard. <laughs> you know? I mean, everything she says is so self-centered. And the choir does sound like a bag of cats being burned. <laughs> Well, yeah, I don't want to hear anyone sing at me. Sing right in your, you know, <laughs> you like sing right the, in your face. You just scared the hell out of no me. No one was. I don't want nobody to sing at me. That's terrifying. <laughs> but she starts calling out people by name. Got it, Joy. Poor oh, Joy. My she gosh. she took Joy's joy right there on camera. The, uh, she, and, and these people seem to worship her. Yeah. Like they're like, oh yes, uh huh, Mary. Yeah, you say these main but things. But they all look like like abused captors. Well, I mean, yeah. What's that? What's that disorder where you like Stockholm people? syndrome? Yes, yes, they all have it. And then the breathing technique. Can you feel your stomach pulling? Okay, that's where you should be singing from. I'm like, honey, you weren't doing breathing. You were just making noises with your throat. You were not doing any knees. And, and you know, 
for some reason, every single time I hear somebody sing Amazing Grace, it gets longer and lo- it's oh, no. Amazing I'm so glad you did that. I'm so glad you did that. Okay. <laughs> so I wrote down that first of all his voice was stunning. It really was. It was. But that song was called Amay Zing Grace. It's like the stars oh say it does it's like the star spang gold banner. <laughs> Have you guys really been practicing like I asked you to? You was lost. You was lost. But now you're found. There is so much in this scene that (laughs) it's hard to unpack this scene. Like Sunday in the park with Ethan. Ethan, why are you in the park taking a nap? I mean, you need to be looking at me, singing to me. Like everything (laughs) about this scene is wrong. But but it's so good. When they look, but whenever they pan at all these people, they all look like they've been abused and locked Mm -hmm. in a basement and Mm -hmm. forced to be the best choir. They're not going to get food tonight. Uh, Like that's all I could think of. And they're, you know, they're on TV. They really, there's a lot of pressure to sound amazing and you know what you have to have an amazing director to have an amazing choir take it from me snap Uh. what Uh. what i wish do we i hope we have a sound bite to go along with that (laughs) you guys are being really annoying i feel very uncomfortable i'm feeling really uncomfortable <laughs> well, then we can go on to something that's really fun. Oh my gosh. And Sharif mm-hmm. is getting the night ready mm-hmm. for salsa dancing. He's going to spark it up. I'm about to get this thing sparked up. He can get the night ready for me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. He's. I agree. <laughs> he got the moves. I was like, shake those hips. Shake those hips. He's off. just so charming. It makes me smile. Mm. Ugh. Uh, he, he wins the trophy. He does. He does. <laughs> but he, that was such a me thing when Jen walks in, and she's like, "We're di- we're gonna dance. Am I gonna win a trophy? Yeah. Am I gonna win a trophy? No, honey. <laughs> that is so very you. That is so very. But why? Year. Why not? How but, come I don't get a trophy? <laughs> oh my god, that is so you. It is. <laughs> but she is so ecstatic and. This is like, what do they say, like 25 years in the making? Yeah, seriously. And you know what? That makes, Sharif is making sure he makes more dates and more time for Jen because she that's what she needed out of the relationship. And this is him really showing her, I'm really trying. And I was like, if you were on a dance team in junior high, and I don't want to brag, but I was the president of my show choir. Oh, my but if you were on a dance team in junior high, why did it take you so long to dance? <laughs> Sharif can dance with your with your wife. He's busy. He's making that money. He's sparking it up in other places, yo. Uh, he's so good. You know. They, well, I guess they've been together for twenty six years, and he's never given up. And you know, she, I love. They're they're both good to apologize. Like he's apologized for not being there, and now he's really showing up. And then she's apologizing to him and thanking him for saying you. <laughs> she's acknowledging everything. She's like, I know you're busy, but they're still. You know my heart is good. Who cares how your heart is because you're acting like a maniac? 
but you know that's 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 on her heart. She doesn't want to be that way. But he coaches her how to apologize. He's so good. He's just like he coaches her on how to apologize. But she is so unaware of how her actions affect other people mm-hmm. because she's his princess forever. Mm. Those strawberries were enormous. Mm, they look delicious. Oh, and I. I I remember this one time. This one time. My husband. Your husband. Surprised me with a cabin retreat and chocolate-covered strawberries and a swan made out of the towel and rose petals leading to the tub with champagne. Which husband was that? That was like husband like... Ah, shut up. It was me. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) But those strawberries that you got, those were so good. I've craved those chocolate-covered strawberries ever since. So when I saw the chocolate-covered strawberries, I was like, those definitely weren't as good as the ones I had. Uh Uh-uh. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, Shaws of Salt Lake City Dirty Dancing. Mm. Shaws of Salt Lake City Dirty Dancing. They are Shaw amazing. I love it that she comes with her own sound effects. Another thing that is a total me thing uh, yes. to do. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, he comes with sound effects too. He's like, mm, mm. <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> or whatever she's oh, doing. Yes. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Uh, But Sharif sounds a lot like my bear, because anytime I can get my butt in his face, he's all for it. And that's what Jen is all about. She's like, if I could get my butt closer to Coach Shaw's face, he's all for it. Anytime Sharif can get my ass next to him, he is all for it. Amen to that. Well, when your butt is that perfect, you want to see it as much as you can. Amen, girl. Mm -mm. Then we skip over to Heather's house, and I'm like, you better wear some evening makeup, Heather Gay. And she's getting her makeup done. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Well, her goal is to get laid, not to have a successful opening. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Who cares about the opening? Let's get laid. I want to get laid. I want want Mm -hmm. a meatball on a stick, and I want to get laid tonight. That's all I want. That's all. I want. Um, skip to Meredith's house. I am living for that tuxedo. I love. I was. I thought that was very pretty. It was beautiful. And then she takes off her pants because Brooks, because they need some adjustments. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Brooks is horrified. Mom, are you seriously taking your pants off on camera? Like horrified. And I would be too if it was my mom. And she. Uh, but mom, you are being a whore. Quit it. <laughs> <laughs> But here's here's what I was most horrified by. I was like, Meredith, now you're never going to be able to wear that suit anywhere else. You've already worn that jacket with a face mask on the finale. Now you're not going to be able to get away with wearing that again. And those pants were beautiful with it, mm-hmm. you know, even though they needed some adjustments. So I don't know. Maybe it's because money is a little bit more important to me than other people. But I think I would have saved that till I could wear the pants with it. Mm. That's just me. I don't think she's going to have a problem finding other stuff to wear. Well, maybe she'll wear something else with the pants. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lisa and John just gets a quick flash of picking out a Versace outfit. Um, and then it switches over to Whitney and Heather, where Heather is the glam kitten in the phone call. I love that. Yeah, that I was so too. cute. The higher the hair, the closer to God. Higher the hair, the closer to God. And then we go to the Beauty Lab grand opening. Finally, we're there. We're finally there. <gasps> Pretty sanctions. Yeah. <laughs> stanchions. <laughs> Pretty stanchions. <laughs> sanctions. Stanchions. Sanctions. Shans, 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 whatever now, you is, want to call is them. Is this pink dress the one that Heather bought in Vegas? 
I think so. I think so yeah. too. I love it. People are giving a hard time. Okay, but did you see Dre's dress? Mm-hmm. I loved that dress. She looked it, amazing. It was so beautiful. Again, I don't think the camera really captures how beautiful either of them are. It's just because that dress alone was stunning, but I, I would have killed to see it in person. Mm-hmm. I want some of that cotton candy drink. Mm-hmm. And did you see they were shaping it, the cotton candy, into lips? Oh, I did not. Like catch they were that. doing a bunch of different ones, but I saw one where it was just big lips. I was like, oh, you go with that. branding. That's awesome. Well, the ladies look beautiful. Beauty Lab and Laser looks beautiful. The daughters show up looking beautiful. Billy also came mm-hmm. looking like Billy. <laughs> Billy. Um, I'm all about the step and repeat, and I'm not going to lie, I was a little sad that the step and repeat wasn't out for the finale party. I just wanted, I know that it wasn't Oh, like, you mean the finale party that we went to yes, at Beauty Lab and Laser yes. with Heather and Dre? Yes. I, it's not like I expected any kind of press <laughs> or even pictures taken. I just, I've never been on a step and repeat, and so I was just kind of hoping that it existed. I've been on so many step and repeats, oh, it would just be another amazing. day for me. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm <laughs> but like, I did need a step and repeat for that outfit I was wearing. I have to give a shout out to my good friends, Merrick and Richard. They are the ones that helped me with my outfit yes. with the goldness. They have awesome, awesome clothes for plus sizes, for women, for men. But I get a ton of fun clothes from Merrick and Richard. And the mask I was wearing, the Mickey spiked mask, that was from Couture Mask. Work. So I just wanted to give out a little shout out to them because they're awesome. Well, I'm just going to ask, um, Heather and Dre, if you're listening, um, when we come in for our Botox and our B12 shot, and what are you getting again? I'm going to get laser hair removal on my entire yes, body. Yes. So we would I'm like, just kidding, just on my unibrow. If we could just get... I, sorry, I, I didn't catch You that. don't even listen to me. <laughs> you don't even care about what I Well, because say. I want them to know that I need to step and repeat next time I show up. <laughs> you are so needy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what a good friend does, right? I they... can't wait till you have an appointment to get Botox because I'm going to make you like dress up super fancy and I want you to walk in like, I don't have a lot of time today. I have only 15 <laughs> minutes to spare. I'm, I'm a busy, busy businesswoman and I need my Botox now. Yes, I am parked in the 15 minute Botox parking. I have not a minute to spare. I'm personal friends with the owner of this company and I need to be treated as such. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's how I want to act. Uh, I, can we just record that? Well, we already we just did, so we're just going to play that. That's beautiful, 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 beautiful. Uh, um, I will say that though the clouds are no longer at Beauty Lab, and I kind of missed that. I wanted to see more. I wanted yeah. to see those there. But you know, I bet you they're hard. They're, I bet you they get really dirty really easily. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Um, Mary shows up in a cute silver sequin tunic shirt, but she looks disheveled overall. She got too many accessories again. Um, and Mary doesn't know what AF stands for. For mm. real? Do you think that she really, or was she trying to be funny? Mary hasn't been out of her closet for a very long time there. <laughs> she doesn't really know a lot of pop culture. That's true. I was just, have, I was hoping that she was trying to just be, kind of be funny. And she shows up with that weird two bag purse satchel thing. Thing, bob, burr, whatever. Like freaking uh, ugly gloves. Okay, girl, get to retire those gloves. <sighs> she was giving crap to Meredith about her mask. She's like, don't wear those again. Honey, don't wear those gloves anymore. At least she wasn't wearing a beret. <laughs> um, you know what? This salon thing means so much to Heather that her 
like she even needs her like ex to kind of approve of it because she wants to show him how far she has come and it kind of releases her from her old life I felt yeah. and I and she you know she acknowledges like you don't need a man in your life but you you need a man for some things but you don't need a man for to be successful and happy you need a man for a lot of other things that we'll discuss later truly truly when Meredith shows up in the mask I'm all for okay, it. I'm so glad that you're all for it. So many people are so against it. I loved it because you know what? You're at a place that is about beauty. And what's more beautiful than having your face encrusted in jewels? And also, I, thought. I took it as kind of a statement of here I am at a place that focuses on beauty. So I'm covering up my my natural, my face yes. with an, with, these, I, with with more beauty. With yeah. more beauty. I, I've, I thought it said a lot of different things. Now, is it for everybody? Of course not. Would I wear it? Would I wear it to Beauty Lab and Laser? Not if I wasn't us. Yeah. But you know, but I mean, I don't think Mayor, I don't think Meredith pulled it off. Like, I don't think her personality pulled it off that well. I loved it. I think, go for it and take those chances. I think you, I don't think Utah was ready for it, girl. No, no, but you no. know me, I love, I have a ton of designs that I've made that are a lot of face masks, that yes. are jewels. Yeah. Because I love that. I love me that too. the covering of the face, um, I don't know. It's just, everyone's so focused on beauty and looks and stuff. It's nice to be able to cover it up and not yes. have to go by that. But Whitney's confessional with the two masks over her face. I laughed so hard at that reunion. I think everybody turned around at me and was like, whoa. Because I, I was know. laughing so hard because that is me. such good Whitney shade. That was so, it's so good. good. This is high fashion. People in Utah just don't understand. This is high fashion. You wouldn't understand. And then when when Heather introduces Meredith and says, she's a recent burn victim. <laughs> that is very beautiful. She's a recent burn victim. <laughs> She's beautiful, but she's just a recent burn victim. <laughs> oh my, well, Mary does not like the mask. Uh, she uh, does not like But you know what? Mask. Talking about Whitney for a second, I really loved Whitney's dress. That bright red and like floral pattern, it looked kind of Asian inspired. Okay. I thought okay. it was very beautiful because I'm seeing a lot of like, you know, pinks and blacks and silvers and stuff like that. It was nice to see such a bright pop of color, like rich color. I get it. I get it. I was a little bit nonplussed by it, to be honest really? with you. But I'm sure it was beautiful. I'm, I'm sure it was I'm just beautiful. seeing so much silver and black and pink. Like, yeah, I'm just kind of over it for a without second. Without a doubt. And then when I saw that beautiful pound of color, I was like, ooh, I, I, I support love it. that. I support it. I yeah. support it wholeheartedly. Um, Elisa, Lisa arrives at the party, and Mary calls her Meredith and Whitney Charlie's Angels. I was like, what? You haven't even seen them for... Eight months, you know, however long filming has been. <laughs> what are what? How can you be Charlie's angels? But she compliments Whitney's and Meredith's boobs because mm-hmm. she, she got little chicken turkeys. She's a, <laughs> a chicken turkey. She was a I, chicken turkey. What is a chicken turkey? Is that like a turkey with a chicken up his butt? I, I don't. Turd Duncan, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> and then uh, I love Meredith drinking through her mask. I'm, I was worried about that. I was like, how is she going to drink? And I'm so I'm glad you know. So about it's that. that part really reminded me when I was go go dancing and I had that spiky mask on and I was out in the heat and I was burning up and our friend brought over a water bottle for me to drink out of and I was like, I can't drink this through the mask, so I just poured it over my head. That's amazing. But I was like, there we go, and I was like sipping it through the mask. That but I totally thought about that. Just need to do a little backdoor brag for me. <laughs> Well, Lisa tells Meredith that she and Jen met up to talk about Vegas. Lisa tries to reason with Meredith, but she can't reason through the mask. <laughs> I know, I couldn't either. I'm like, I'm having a hard time focusing. <laughs> now, 
Meredith is not happy that Lisa has opened herself to even forgiving Jen. And at first I'm like, oh, all right, double standard. Mm -hmm. But then Meredith goes on and says like 18 different times, like, you can be friends with whoever you want. Yeah. You can come and do and go as you please, but this is how I feel. But personally, I need space Mm -hmm. because I can't have any more negativity because her life is so positive right now. Yeah, Meredith's not like drawing a line. And I also like that Meredith multiple times this season has appropriately used the whom instead of who. I'm a big... uh, Who? (laughs) I appreciate when people use great grammar and Meredith says whom when it's the subject of like a preposition and stuff like that and I appreciate that. (laughs) And I also love um, that just Meredith is very confident about her feelings towards Jen. Yeah. Um, and but Lisa feels that, that at least she's doing the right thing by being open-minded and open-hearted and all that kind of good stuff. Have more tequila. <laughs> so cut to Marianne Whitney at the Oxygen Bar. Have you ever done an Oxygen Bar? I haven't, but I've wanted to do one for so long. Um, one time my friend um, Mindy from college, we were partying in Nashville, and the next day she was incredibly hungover, and we had happened upon one of these Oxygen Bars, and it was kind of a life-changing You know, bar. Oxygen's really good for hangovers. Yeah. Really, really for good for sure. hangovers. Good for, for sure. just anything in general. Yeah, Oxygen's really good for living. Oh, yeah, you need that to live. It's good for breathing. Mm. You could breathe in through your nose mm. or through your mouth. Yeah. Or through your inner diaphragm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Mary decides that she needs everything, but she she, she wasn't coherent when she's like, I need the oxygen, the joxygen. I need everything. I need oxygen. I need joxygen. I need estrogen. <laughs> estrogen. I mean, I don't know anything that ends with Jen except for Jen. Right. (laughs) But it was really funny. She was funny. I thought she was charming. Again, she does not, she barely knows how to speak English. She's like, she married. She's confused as to why it's flavored. I'm like, no, it's not not flavored. It's scented. scented. (laughs) (laughs) But Mary is being fun. Yeah. She wants a Vegas recap. But it's really hard. (laughs) No, I don't even know what either of them said because it was so hysterical just watching them speak with those oxygen things on their their face. I I really don't know what they said. It kind of like had a flash forward to like real housewives, but in retirement homes. Right. But I did catch when Whitney said, when you were gone and no longer in the line of fire, it became me. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm looking at Winnie's dress again. I guess you're right. That is really pretty. Yeah, I it, it is really oh, pretty. Okay, it's not very Asian-inspired. No. It's just got a lot of floral prints all yeah. over it and stuff. I can see where, the structure of it. I can see where right, you're saying Right, and, and plus, standing next to Mary Cosby, my God, mm. look at the jewelry on her head. She's even got green on there. Mm. Like, what, what color combinations mm. are you doing? And then Jim Shaw shows up looking very business. She's got, like, a very nice, fitted, like, demure dress on. <laughs> She's got her hair up. Um, I did not like her fur at all. Mm-mm. She wears a lot of fur, but I didn't care for this one. Because it had branding it in had the branding pattern. In the pattern, yeah, the Gucci, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. I, think I mean, Gucci, she looked beautiful G's. otherwise. Like, she looked gorgeous otherwise. But I thought it was funny. When Josh shot... Joshua, when Jen Shaw finally enters, it's like the shark just entered the swimming pool. Right. Like all those other fish, like out of the corner of their eye, they're like. <gasps> 
But Whitney is, you know, like Heather's nervous, but Whitney's like, I I'm going to go up and talk to her. And then Jen, you know, Jen tries to reason with Whitney a little bit, but she's gracious about it. And the, thus the Jen Shaw apology tour begins. Yeah, but Jen Shaw doesn't mean anything that she's saying to Whitney, as you can tell from yeah. her confession. She's yeah. like, I don't care about any of this. I just want cookies. She's going to Michelle Obama it. You know what? I'm going to Michelle Obama my way through this entire evening. <laughs> Um, but you know, did you catch that Jen used the word aggressive about herself? She said, I know that I'm something and I know that I'm aggressive. And I was mm. like, I believe I've seen you otherwise say, don't use the word aggressive. That's rude. Or that's a lot of people even feel like you can't call women aggressive or you can't call people of color aggressive. Mm. And she's both. And yeah. called herself aggressive. So I'm like, don't you pull that out. But she is being a little bit humble. She gave a great apology until you get to the butt. Yeah. There's always a butt. Yeah. But Whitney has a really big smile about the apology. And she has a real smile about the lack of confrontation. <laughs> yeah. So she's buying it. I'm like, well, go ahead and buy it, girl. Cut to uh, Heather flirting. How many licks does it take? I love it when Heather takes a picture with people and she's like, oh, it looks great. I don't know what the other two look like, but I look fantastic. <laughs> um, I believe we might have heard those same words. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then Mary is, Mary is talking to uh, Jared, who we met, who's all over there. Oh my gosh, we know so many people from oh this. God. <laughs> Sorry to name drop. <laughs> That's like offensive. <laughs> but um, Jen then walks up to Lisa. We find out that Jen's dress is custom and they're being all chummy. Mm -hmm. And then Heather and Dre thank everyone for being there and gives a really beautiful speech about how important the opening is. And she is more than just a single divorcee. Yeah, she is changing her identity. Mm -hmm. and I think that's so exciting. Yeah, it's fun. It's a whole new world. I really feel like... This is the show. Well, even she said on other podcasts and other interviews that this show really gave her some strength and some confidence and some healing yeah. that she never had before. So I really think that we're not going to see the same side of Heather who's talking about her divorce, talking mm. about rejection, talking about that. I really feel that... Um, this is a new beginning for her. And so they cut to Meredith. Meredith's talking about negative people in her life to our good friend, Jared. Yes, I believe she's talking about Jen, though, isn't 100%, she? 100%, yeah. And then Jen walks up. And, of I course, know. Jared is like, I will take my leave. And Meredith is visibly not happy to see her. Uh -uh, but, she, you know, she apologizes to her. And she starts off with a great apology. Yeah, and I felt like that's the way she should have started off her apology to Heather later on. But mm -hmm. she doesn't at all. She has to be, like, forced to I didn't like the apology at all yeah but I do like this apology to Meredith and you know Meredith is taking it with a grain of salt yeah she's still not ready to accept it she, she says that time will tell but she does admit to talking about her family without saying that she did yeah. you know and then Heather rescues Meredith kind of mm -hmm. they talk about the opening and then of course it gets right back to Vegas <laughs> you know I did like it when Meredith said your actions over time will show that your words are true and that's yeah. uh, that's it's so true. Yeah. <laughs> like, because yeah, pe yeah. people that are all talk and stuff, you have to, like, put their actions where their mouths are. Yeah. While Lisa, while Heather and Jen are talking, though, Lisa and Whitney are, like, on the sidelines totally freaking out. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this apology tour is kind of is starting to get rough. Yeah, Lisa's like, do we need to get security to break them up? <laughs> She's like, I have anxiety. I don't get anxiety. <laughs> but I'm like, is this really heated compared to what we've seen this season? No. Not at no. All. But, you know what? Heather is not having it. 
She is. Uh, how many times has poor Jen Shaw had people say, this is the apology that I need. Now repeat it back to me. Mm-hmm. And she still can't. She can't. She's like, I thought I already did. <laughs> now, I do think that Heather was a little bit busting her balls a little bit. I a feel bit. like that Jen was trying to apologize. Uh, granted, she did sometimes say, well, I don't even know what I'm apologizing for. I'm yeah. like, well, then that sucks. Then, but, yeah, that... but I do feel like... Jen was trying to give what what Heather wanted, and Heather just, I feel like she just kept going with it a little bit longer than maybe. And maybe and she I, just wasn't. Well, and I, I think it's because it's been going inside of Heather's mind over and over and over because it's so important to her, but it wasn't going through Jen's mind like that. So when Heather came up to her, she's like, I have this all planned out of how you should act towards me now. Right, right. <laughs> but I love the moment when she's like, well, first of all, I love her say, the Shaw Squad's on your payroll, not me. Yeah. I thought that was pretty deep. Um uh, but I love the, the the lip gloss moment. That's when you see. That's when two friends are getting over an argument. You know? <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> I thought it was hysterical. I didn't like it. Why didn't you like it? I don't know. I just felt like it was just one more thing that Jen was doing to control. I thought it was a situation. joke. I took it. I thought it was. Okay. A, I thought it was the. I think that Heather asking for the lip gloss was an icebreaker, and Jen was going for it with it. Oh, okay. That's how I translated it. Maybe I'm wrong, but I I thought it was funny. I thought yeah. it was, I thought. Oh, okay. We're not fighting right now. We're going back to being our silly. Like Jen's going just back to being her silly. Um, you know. Self. Yeah. So yeah. I was into that. Oh, okay. Um. I also thought, oh my God, in a COVID world, you could never do that. No. <laughs> but you know what? I, I was going to say, I also think that Heather was really pushing for this conversation to happen the way she wanted it to happen because she didn't want to sweep it under the rug again because no. it's ruining her quality of life in the in between. Yeah, I agree. So um, to be accepted but, and loved, you can be exactly who you are. I really like uh, that. Oh, yeah, I wrote I really that down. That. I really like that. And, you know, it's really hard to be a good Mormon. It is. It really <laughs> is. So we get the, uh, my favorite part of the finale is when they like the where are they now type of thing. I lo- yeah, that's my favorite part. So Jen and Sharif have been spending more time together on FaceTime. Which is weird because it's during COVID time right now. Like, I during that know. time, and you, don't you think you would have been home? I don't know. Well, I Either way. <laughs> um, Jen has had an assistant number eight to the squad. Mm-hmm. Um, Whitney is focusing on herself and her stripper poles. Get it, girl. Mary is organizing her closet and keeping her skeletons inside. <laughs> Shade! So good. Um... Lisa was planning a trip to Mexico for family bonding. Uh, like, don't tell me there wasn't work happening. They're going to, like, the tequila capital. I know. So I was thinking the exact I'm same like, thing. I'm like, that's a business trip. Uh, well, to her, it's just all the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it's all the same Maybe thing. they'll find some new product to put in Fresh Wolf while they're there. Get it, girl. Um, Meredith and Seth are taking couples therapy, which I think is healthy and great. Mm-hmm. And then Heather is on the search for a perfect man and a perfect meatball. We love the meatballs. She's well. We're not... I found the perfect man. I just need the perfect meatball now. Well, I'll I'll find a recipe. I don't know. You actually, you know what? Your southern meatballs are like those are bomb. I think mm. those are gonna be my meatballs of mm-hmm. choice. So I, <laughs> I think you're my meatball. <laughs> you are a meatball. <laughs> you guys, it's I. I 
I feel like it's not the finale yet because we have the reunion coming up. But, but... of the series, you know, it is the finale of the se- of the season, you know? Yes. And so I feel kind of emotional. Yeah, this show has changed our lives, literally. It's given us some amazing opportunities, and we've really met so many awesome people. We had no idea it was going to jump off like this. We have been talking about a podcast for what maybe years Mm -hmm. and we never could find out where to go what to do with it and then salt lake city salt lake city came along and our life will never be the same Uh, and seriously and you know we're not going away again we're not going away yeah let's remind everybody you know so in two weeks i think it is i think february 17th is the the first airing day of the premiere of new jersey yes new jersey housewives so um for about two weeks we'll actually we'll have to recap both Salt Lake City and New Jersey in the same episode. So that's just good news for y'all. Probably a longer episode or two episodes But week. Yeah. <laughs> so in two weeks, again, we are rebranding as just The Real House Bears. Mm-hmm. Once Salt Lake City is over, we will focus entirely on New Jersey until the next city comes along after New Jersey is over. We will always recap Salt Lake City. No matter what, we will... Even if we have to do two seasons at once, we are... We will Salt Lake always City recap Salt Lake City. Our home, and we feel very passionate about this. And also, I would like to thank not only all of our fans, but I would like to thank the ladies of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Thank you for putting your lives out there. Thank you for giving us an opportunity to make a podcast about y'all. But thank you for bringing so much enjoyment for these last couple of months. And we all, we, and I hope we speak for all of our fans, but we all really hope for the best for all of you. We want your businesses and your personal lives to thrive. And we just, again, want to thank you for putting your lives out there for us. Amen to that. Well, thank you all for another great week. Please don't forget to check us out on social media, on Facebook and on Instagram. We are, for at least another week or so, The Real House Bears of SLC. On Twitter, we are House Bears of SLC, and you can email us at the Real House Bears of SLC at gmail.com. You can also find us on YouTube, The Real House Bears of Salt Lake City, soon to become The Real House Bears. And we are also on Apple Podcasts. Please give us a review. If you just click on our page and scroll down to the bottom, you can see some stars. Give us a five star. Give us a nice little review. We really rely on those. And, um, We look forward to more episodes every week with you guys. Thank you all. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. All right, now it's recording so we can test. Test, test, test. I am just too excited about today's episode. I love that. Do you love that? I love that. But I'm going to have to disengage. Oh, no. All right. I think that's probably good.